0: They had assumed the guise of a young Jansai merchant's son and his submissive sister. This allowed Tamar, at least, to layer her face and body in the traditional scarves, without which no respectable Jansai woman left her house. Zeke, pretending to be one of the arrogant gypsy traders— could not cover his face without arousing suspicion, but he had wrapped his head in one of the flowing white cloths the Jansai used to protect themselves from the unrelenting desert sun, and he had made sure its long edges draped themselves over his shoulders and halfway down his bare arms. Just glancing at the two of them, no stranger would notice that these travelers bore no glowing kiss in their right arms." "'No one would halt them in the road, demanding their names, their identities, their suspect affiliations. "'What street are we on, did you see?' "'Zeke murmured to Tamar as they passed yet another unmarked intersection. "'They had entered Brevin from the west and had to pass through the less savory parts of town "'before they reached their destination in the business district close to the port. "'There are no signs till we are near the wharf. "'We just keep walking toward the ocean.' "'But what if we're walking in the wrong direction?' Tamar throttled a moment's extreme irritation. They had been on the road more than a week, moving by night from town to city, dodging Jonsai, angels, and the merely curious. Zeke's company, never exactly to her taste, had grated on her more and more as the days dragged by. There was nothing he was not afraid of, no worry he failed to articulate.' A fine revolutionary, she thought scornfully, though perhaps she did him an injustice. She had not witnessed her parents' slaughter at the hands of religious zealots as he had. Her mother and father had perished the same way years earlier, but she had been weeks old, not an impressionable fifteen. Perhaps she, too, would be fearful and nervous if she had seen what Zeke had—